I'm Renee Ritchie, and I'm a tech analyst. And I'm Georgia Dow, and I'm a psychotherapist. And welcome to Apple Talk, where psychology collides, slams headfirst right into technology. That's exactly what we do. Yes. It's explosive. Yes, where we talk about Microsoft and Google slash Alphabet and Facebook slash Meta and Apple slash still Apple. And how they affect our lives and increasingly our culture. How are you doing today, Georgia? I'm doing pretty good. Okay, you didn't have any snappy, rapid comebacks. So I thought you were plotting I really something. Didn't. I really didn't. I thought you were planning I was just something. I was enjoying your energy. My energy level. You mean like the, the apocalyptic vision of humanity and technology? Yes, yes and just... Oh, just exploding. That was, a good, was that a good no, sound effect? Not even close. You're supposed to lie. No. You're supposed to lie. No. Our audience claims, our audience craves not authenticity, but sincerity. Pew, pew. There we go. No. My next really good side effect. I think really you're the U.S. Vice President now. I don't know. Uh, uh. So a couple things effect. to discuss today. I said side effects. But sound, sound effects. effects. It so, could be side effects. Is there a side effect to your sound, sound effects? effects? Yes. yes. All right. So there was a good thread on Twitter from Trent's Tech, at Trent's Tech, who not only is one of the best, fastest memers on Twitter, like he can just grab a frame from your live stream and make fun of you. Meme, it's meme-tastic. Um, but he's also a tech, uh, you know, tech person on Twitter. And we've talked about this, I don't know if we talked about this actually before, but last year was almost like a bonanza for YouTube because not only were people suddenly at home and had more time to stream and do all these things, but people were stuck at home and they were going to streams more often, they were going to YouTube more often, they were watching video more often. Right, when you're trapped. Yeah, you're bored. Like, figure it out. You're stuck in a 10-foot cube for yes. eight you're gonna, to... Yes, you're going to find something to, to keep yourself distracted months. so that you don't get overly anxious or depressed, though, you, you know, consuming so much social media. Let's just leave that up to... Well, this is not the doom-scrolling episode, George. Sorry. We've done the doom-scrolling. This is the binging. So last year, people really binged on YouTube, and a lot of people who were established on YouTube or decided to get into YouTube because they didn't have anything else to do, they were stuck at home, they got um, a lot of success because there were just a lot of eyeballs around and very little content, so people watched a lot. This year, though, a lot of lockdowns ended. A lot of people just got bored doing it. There was a lot more competition both on YouTube because more people got involved with it, um, across YouTube because people weren't just watching tech. Tech is always like an early adopter thing, but they were watching all sorts of content. And increasingly, like people are also going to TikTok or Instagram Reels, so there's more cross-platform. Right. So a lot of people, like from the biggest tech YouTubers on the planet to just, you know, regular, regular old uh, tech YouTubers have seen about half the views this year that they got last year. Which is brutal. And for some people, it's fine because, you know, they're still doing well and views aren't always tied to income. There are some people who get very little views, but like everybody who watches buys whatever they tell them to. Yes. So they still make outlandish amounts of money. But for, for some people, um, it's, it's hurting. And across multiple vectors, which I want to get to in a second, but first I want to just read you a little bit of what Trent had to say and get your very human reaction to it. So this is, what, this is, what he, this is the uh, intriguing beginning. Is tech YouTube dying? Yes and no. There are some creators that are struggling and other creators that are flourishing. When I look at my channel, I've struggled due to the fact that I'm stubborn. Instead of doing what works, I will choose to do what I want to do and then get mad. I understand that. Yeah. I understand that. There's that stubbornness, right? And our personalities of not wanting to be forced into a stream and being able to keep doing the things that we enjoy. But then... We also have that want for affirmation, which is not going to happen if we are not following the stream as it goes to whatever our channel delivers. Yeah, and there, we've talked about this part before, I think. I should never say that because then people are going to stop listening because I've already talked about it. 
Yeah, we've never spoken. We've never, never, spoken never broached this, this subject. Before. We're totally new. I swear. Um, so some people believe that you know, like YouTube hems them in, destroys their creativity because they only will promote the same kind of video, and that keeps them in a box. And if they ever do something else, they don't get as many views, and they blame YouTube for that. But my understanding is. Like you create an audience, that audience has expectations. When you meet that ex those expectations, the audience engages. And when you don't meet those expectations, the audience doesn't engage because it's not what they signed up for. Yes, which makes logical sense, but it's still hurtful for the creators that want to do something that might be a little outside of the realm and then feel like they're constantly stuck inside of the same rung. Yeah, well, I think it, it also depends on like, uh, because you'll see some really big creators do a variety of things and people watch it. But I think that's because when you get to a certain level or you have a certain amount of charisma, you're, you have a certain amount like of compellingness, um, people will watch a wider variety of stuff because they're interested in you. Whereas for most people, they're not as interested in you as they are the topic. Yes, sometimes you are the channel, so it's yes. your personality that is drawn to, and they'll do, they'll watch you as you cook, as you work out, and they just kind of hang out because they want to be with you. Yes. And the more that they watch you, the more that they feel that they actually know you and they understand who you are as an existence. So that means that your channel is built around you-ness. Yes. Versus other channels are built topically, and you go because you are interested in that topic more than the person that is giving the information. They may like the package and the way that it's dealt with, but it really is drawn by the subject matter. And if your channel is very subject matter driven, you fall outside of that subject matter, people are not gonna continue watching, right? And because of that, then one is people can become disgruntled and decide not to go back to your channel at all, yes. which is, or unsubscribe, or decide that they're just never gonna. So yeah, or if they don't if they watch, YouTube treats them as unsubscribed anyway. Right, and so that ends up getting you dinged for doing things that are outside that zone. And so some people actually will make a separate channel to be able yeah. to deal with whatever cooking, and another channel deals with cars. Yes, you know, and then cars and cooking doesn't usually go together the same way. Yeah, and maybe those audiences don't even know about the other channels or just like peripherally. Yes, and like again, some people will say, well, you know, people like. Uh, who's a hot act? Like people like The Rock, they're gonna watch any movie that The Rock is in. But that's very few movie stars. Like most movie stars are still working in cafes or restaurants to make their payments. But other movie stars, they're just they happen to be in the movie. Like the vast majority of people in movies just happen to be in the movies. There are very few people who like people will go like the star is more important than the movie. Like you got to be named Chris or something at this point. Right. Basically, Chris is Chris is a popular name right now. Oh yeah, like Reynolds or not? Not no, it's Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, Ryan Chris Evans, Chris Helmsworth, Chris Pratt. You got to be one of those sorts of people. Um, but even but, then, I think that many people in that case will watch the movie if the subject matter is interesting yeah. for them, even if you are more based upon celebrity. Yeah, and I think the same the same thing is prominently true on YouTube. Like someone might watch just watch Justine do a tech unboxing and bake a cake, or Casey Neistat just a day in the life of whatever Casey Neistat does with his life, or even like a Peter McKinnon sort of thing. But the vast majority of people, they're there because, so here's the thing, like, yes, steakhouses are great, but they're expensive and there's not that many of them. There's so many McDonald's and people go there because I want a Big Mac. And if McDonald's all of a sudden like had a completely different menu, you'd be like, no McDonald's, this is not what I came here for. No. You yeah, go to a Big Mac and it's not a Big Mac. Yeah. Like the nice part about McDonald's is no matter where you go, any place in the world, a Big Mac is gonna taste like a Big Mac. Yes, now, they might expectations. Have, they might have extra little things that are different from store to store, like here they serve poutine. Yes. Other places they might serve Wait, something. 
You haven't? Oh, they're pretty good. Um, <laughs> other places might have something different, but you know if you order a Big Mac, you're getting what you expected. And that's what happens when people go into a channel, they end up with expectational yes. debt. They wanted these types of things and they got whatever, they got notified that, ooh, a new video is up. And then they find out that it is not the type of video they were hoping for. And they feel like they've been baited and switched. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And you often see people say like, YouTube's not showing this to my subscribers. And there's multiple reasons for that. One is that, again, that competition, and you can describe this because I don't know how it works. It, it seems ludicrous to me, but people will say, I never saw that video. And it could have been like, the impressions could have been up on there, like the thumbnail could have been on their screen eight, nine times, but they just chose other videos. Yes. And that's, how does this work, that, that famous experiment where you have a bunch of people and you're told to count how many times they pass the ball and a gorilla walks across the screen and you never notice? Yes. So our eyes will pay attention to things that are important to us. So if we are planning to watch, you know, in the experiment, they, they say count how many times the ball passes hands from one person to another. And so because you are so focused upon counting on that, your eye, your brain has filtered out, has actually blanked out to absorb any other information. So even something ludicrous as a gorilla moonwalking across the screen yeah. is not going to have any effect because our brain was not primed to look for that. And so if anything else catches our attention, then we put all of our attention upon that, but everything else is not even brought into from our short-term memory, which kind of filters everything, to our long-term memory. It isn't important enough to bridge that gap. And some things don't even go into our short-term memory. Yeah. And so it's completely forgotten. And if you ask someone, and that's why you know, when we talk about witness testimony, yeah, it's so fallible. Once you've believed a story, you will completely believe that it is true, even though it's not. You can watch a video of yourself and you say, I definitely wore this shirt and did that, and I'm 100% certain, and be completely wrong. Yes. Memory is not a very good source of information. And the other part is perceptive Accurate blindness. Is that what it's called? Perceptual blindness? Yeah. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Yeah, but you encode the story. You don't encode the memory. Yes. Yeah. So uh, you can be shown a thumbnail and people can swear to you they've never seen the video, but then you find out, yeah, you just didn't click on it because there was other thumbnails that were way more interesting to you at that time. Yes. Um, yeah, so it, it's a lot to unpack there, but I'm going to move on. As a result, I'm only going to talk about my perspective because I don't want people thinking I'm dunking on others. I think the take on... I think the take a phone out of a box golden phase is over. Anyone can unbox a phone. It's not special anymore. I've also noticed Plus doing the, the unboxing is usually the same all the time, right? So people have already done that. It's no longer, there's something exciting in the box. Well, so that's the thing. He goes, um, I've also noticed doing the same content over and over without providing value just causes videos to become easily forgotten. If your videos are not entertaining or educational, you're kind of screwed in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. we. We want something that entertains us, that gives us a dopamine hit. And so if it is exactly the same story with the same thing, with the same site, people don't want to be able to see that. Plus, we usually want more and more and more from it. We end up having this threshold of this is now just normal. And we want to see something that's exciting or we want to be the first ones to see something or we want to have knowledge that is secretive. So if it is not flashy or exciting to our brains, then it does nothing for us. And let's just be honest, like there's, there's nothing besides having less inside of a box. <laughs> there is nothing exciting inside of the box, right? Like I used to get these boxes where they're little pieces that pull out from other pieces and they're rainbow and they're beautifully colored and the, the case is like leather and it's, it's, it was flashy and awesome. And now really 
every single unboxing video is exactly the same and they've unboxed their own phones, odds are, <laughs> many times. So they've already done this. So I, I don't see the same amount of excitement as it used to be. Yeah, and I think also like when this whole era started and there was a lot of parallels between the growth of YouTube and the growth of the iPhone and the growth of Samsung phones and just like smartphones in general and a lot of tech channels became really well known like Unbox Therapy is the biggest tech channel on YouTube. iJustine does a ton of unboxings, but these were like magical little boxes at first. We'd never seen anything like them yes. and they changed so fast year over year yes. that they were so interesting and, and there now were they were treats inside these boxes. There I was don't think, excitement. No, I, see I don't think it was the the I think like an Apple box like you said it's got less and less every year, but the phone itself had changed more and more every year. But also people wanted to see how things were wrapped, how they were put together when it was new. So I have an alternate thesis. Yes, go ahead. My alternate thesis is that these have gone from being magical like different new yes. exciting yes, yes. to being mundane tools. Yes, I agree. That, I'm saying it used to be that way. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. So now it's just like, it's, it's the 13th phone exactly. for the 13th year. Which is wrapped the, the exact magic, same the magic way. Is and even the phones don't look that different. Yeah. And so like the magic, and yes, there's folding phones and there are some things that are vaguely interesting, but still like the magic, the era of magic is gone. And maybe there'll be something new like the AR stuff or like, I don't know, anti-grat, like who knows. But right now, like it's, it's, it's mainstream. Yes. It's not special anymore. No. Um, and so is that is that a switch thing? Like, is that an exposure thing? Is that a, what happens in that process? Like, where you cannot watch enough of them at one point, and then, like, you don't want to watch a single one more. Well, one is that we end up having that threshold that we've reached that, and we've saturated our brains. It no longer creates dopamine inside of our heads. And if it doesn't create dopamine, why do we want to spend our time? Remember, all these different social media platforms and all of the people on social media are vying for the attention of few. Yeah. And if it, we're going to go to whatever will create, a, create in us the most amount of dopamine in the short amount of t shortest amount of time, right? We are greedy. Our brains are really, really greedy. So we're going to be driven to that. So in the case of unboxing a phone, maybe it'll be that we really like the person that's unboxing it, or maybe they're having their dog unbox it. That might create that. <laughs> like Hamster Squid that. Wars. Squid I Game. <laughs> totally be in that. Yes, like, got millions of views. <laughs> Totally. Like I, that is, that is my, yes. that is my area. Like I would be like, yes, I'm clicking that. I can't wait. I want yeah. to see another set of, you know, hamsters trying to, you know, whatever tied to a little tiny but string. They were talking about this, like just across, like a, like a lot of makeup beauty channels are having the same thing because like, it's a 10,000th lipstick that they're, that they're, tr they're trying on. Yes. And they're going to go to the people that are the biggest or the most exciting to them or that are doing something different and very, yeah. It becomes really difficult. After a while, everyone's done everything before and it's hard to captivate people's attention. And then we expect more, right? Like now I don't want to see just, you know, um, hamster squid games. I want to see hamsters <laughs> on goats squid games, right? Like we want something more and squid, more. Squid squid game. That would be great. <laughs> They're smart. Squid, squid yeah. games. That They're would be smart, so cute. But differently smart. Oh, differently smart. Amazing. So um, I think that uh, I also, so he's talking about himself now, Trent's talking about himself now. He, Trent, also became stagnant by not improving his editing skills over time. Other creators have adapted and raised the bar while I'm doing the same stuff and expecting people to jump on board. If I look in the mirror and was more accountable for my content, I'm pretty sure I would be doing a lot better, which is what you just talked about, about the bar always, like, 
uh, people are literally doing like these amazing dopamine flooding. It's yes. that little mouse thing, right? Where they just press yes. the dopamine. Off. They're yes. doing these amazing videos where they're jumping off things, and it's just like and the constant thrill and the ride. Editing. And yes. Like, we unfortunately we want to consume more in less amount of time. So even having a really long introduction, that might be it, and someone's gone. Yeah. Well, some people are saying that TikTok is destroying us even further. That as the content types get shorter and shorter and more exciting and more exciting, it destroys older, longer form content. And I'm not sure that's true because people will still sit through a movie if it's good, but it's definitely things like TikTok and Reels and YouTube Shorts give you a faster, more constant hit because you're just slamming through video after video. Yes, and it's just easy to just scroll through and slow down and watch it until it goes and then you keep continue to scroll through. Yeah, so he goes, another mistake, I'm relying on views and AdSense. You simply won't last by doing that. It doesn't work. What I see working are videos that are evergreen and will gain views over time yes. instead of videos that are only relevant for eight hours. Yes. It's like living paycheck to paycheck when a video dies fast. That's why I'm switching it up and don't care about being first anymore. And that's hard though, right? Yeah. It's a really hard thing because we want to try to get the most out there the quickest and we end up as creators you end up wanting to kind of grab hold of the wave and do it as quickly and effectively as possible and we feel that loss if we had an idea and we didn't put it out someone else puts it out and they go viral and then our video is kind of just stagnant and flat it becomes this feeling of we haven't done enough either and you're constantly chasing that same high which you know may not happen yeah and i think there is like youtube calls it exhaustion so like if we just look at like how many iPhone views is someone actually going to want to watch right. reviews? And before, again, when they were new and novel and they were very different, uh, you know, and people were like more, like debating purchases more, they might watch five or six of them. But now there's like a hundred iPhone videos and you're going to hit that exhaustion point. Like maybe they'll watch Marquez's and maybe they'll watch two or three others. Yeah. But for them to get to the 10th one, it's probably not going to happen. No, they, they probably after they've seen a unboxing, they might watch one or two if they're really excited about a product. But then why watch a third? Like what comes back? What information yeah. are they getting about the third one? Unless there's something that gives it to them dopamine or information or a feeling of control or knowledge why would they do it? And the problem is, is that as creators, you're constantly hoping to give someone another reason to click on that link that makes it different. Yeah, and the way YouTube works, just for people who aren't like, don't live it every day like we do, uh, when you put up a new video, it will send notifications to people who have subscribed to your channel and hit the bell and switch the bell to always. It'll, it'll, put a, it'll send a push notification to them if they have notifications turned on for the YouTube app because they don't do email notifications anymore. It's just, so you have to have all those things. That's a lot of hoops for someone to jump through. So that is by no means gonna be a lot of people, much less like a lot of your subscribers. So people always say like, my subscribers didn't watch the video. Most of them had no idea that video went up. No. Because a very, very few, and you can actually look in YouTube and see maybe like 10%, 15% of people. And even those people, they might be busy at that time. They might have gotten six notifications from different channels they really like. They might have chosen to watch something else. Or they might have seen that video and even though they liked your channel enough to put that bell on always, that particular video didn't interest them. Yep. But the response to that is what makes you, if people really like it, if they are engaging with it, YouTube will show it to more people. And the way YouTube works after that is they start showing it in concentric rings to more and more people, but each of those people are slightly less well matched to that video. So maybe like out of your notifications, you get a high response rate, but then it starts to go to the next level and the next level and fewer and fewer people are clicking on it until it gets to a point where people are clicking on other stuff and YouTube stops uh, growing your video and starts growing the videos that they're actually clicking on. Right. So people, it's counterintuitive, but there's things like a click-through rate. Like what percentage of people 
uh, there's an impression is being shown your thumbnail. And how many, so you'll always see like the number of impressions, like maybe a million people got shown this thumbnail. Then your click-through rate is how many of those people clicked on your thumbnail. Right. And it can be between like 5%, 10%, 15%, which shows you like only like 10% got the notification, only maybe 10% clicked on the thumbnail. Right. And the more the video, the, the bigger the video gets, the lower that number gets because again, they're showing it to people who are less well-matched. So those people are less likely to click on your thumbnail. So as your video gets more and more views, the click-through rate goes down. And then also YouTube cares a lot about satisfaction now. So it's not just about how long they watch, but like, do they watch most of the video, the retention, the average view duration? And the more the video grows, the less that gets as well because people might click on it to give it a chance, but the more it grows, the less likely they are to really like the video, so they'll click out more often. Soon. So people people think like, I have a really high CTR, I have a really high um, retention, why isn't CTR my video meaning? growing? Click-through rate. Uh, why isn't it growing? And it's because as it grows, those things come down just because they're less well fit. Yes, but it's really hard, especially when you're a new creator to see those numbers or yes. if you're very popular and then it goes down. What happens to us as creators or anyone that consumes or creates everything is that you get used to that certain amount of attention and then you actually go through a mild feeling of depression when your videos are no longer doing that well. It's really, really painful. You have a video that does really well and the next video tanks in comparison, because remember, our brain only can tell the difference in yeah. between things. So it's two points up, two points down. Even if yours was 100 and it goes to 98, you still feel that 2% difference, right? And that's a lowering of our own yeah. feelings of dopamine and happiness and oxytocin that happens when we're feeling really good about something. And so for creators, even if your video is still exceptionally popular and better than 98% of everyone else's videos, if it went down by whatever, 500,000 views in comparison to the last video, even if it is one of the top 2% of videos in the world, it's devastating. Yeah, and yeah. it's very interesting that a lot of people leave because of that pain, that heartache that you feel when you were very successful to what you believe is successful, right? A lot of people that create things are perfectionists. And so you want things to be perfect, which is impossible. And then that feeling of I'm starting to fail causes that fear of failure, which then makes you maybe procrastinate or avoid putting out another video because you want to fix the mistake that you believe that you've made to create that to happen. And you end up in this negative feeding loop. Yeah, it's really interesting because I think, first of all, that whole thing I just explained is not well understood because I keep I seeing people. Right. Yes. Um, and like, you can explain it to people. You can say like, if, if but they don't believe it, right? It's so no, no, but black I mean, like, you can them. give them an example and say like, if you got ten dollars from a thousand people or one dollar from a million people, they can understand that even though one dollar sounds like less, it's from more people, therefore it adds up to more. Yes. But like, YouTube doesn't really like. YouTube has a lot of educational material, but I don't think people look at it. Like they just start their channel and they see these things. And the other thing is, I don't think we're good at setting expectations. Like you said, like if that second video doesn't do well, yes. but maybe like going in, it has a smaller audience. Like I know with my videos, iPhone and Mac like leaks are very popular, but if I do an accessibility or an education or an environment video, it's gonna do like one one hundredth of the views. But I know that going in, I still choose to do it uh, and so I set my expectations lower for what I, I want to get out of it. Fair, but I think that for a lot of people, they don't know going in that it's going to, because it's not your core audience or it's not the way that, that the popularity of that, or there's a lot, there's a saturation to that. I think that it's really hard for people 
to go in. I think that we often overestimate our own skill level and how something's gonna be successful in our mind. We are made to see it as its best case scenario. Some people yeah. do the opposite and they're pessimistic <laughs> and they'll see it as it's gonna be horrible. At least for them though, it's anything is better than nothing, right? Just aim for failure, just aim to fail. And then hopefully it'll be better than that. It's, it's a better way to go about it. But the people that are more perfectionistic, it's you want it to be this way. You see that it could be and then you've already set your mind at it's going to make a million views and then it makes 30. That's very devastating to yeah. then continue to make something, which is what has to happen. It's also about time. But that's the same thing we talked about before where people talk about, you know, I'm making these or even like celebrities again, like they make the big Marvel movie uh, in order to get the power to make the smaller movie. But they understand going in that making their little independent historical period drama is not going to get the amount of money that making Avengers is going to make. Right. And I think we have to think the same way. Like we make a bunch of successful videos. If we then choose to make a video that's more personal to us, but doesn't have the wide ranging appeal, we have to own that choice as well. Yes. And if you set your expectations to that, that's great. But you have to then know, you have to have a lot of knowledge about the way that this is going to work to know which one's going to tank and which one's not. Because often you're like, well, last year's video that was exactly the same yeah. thing was gangbusters. So I'm going to do it again. And for some reason, it could be exactly the same video. The magic doesn't happen on the second video. Yeah, well, that's I think is interesting because they often say that insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Yeah. But it's also doing the same thing over and over again and expecting the same results. It's because no matter conditions what you change. do. It's yes. just no matter what you do. Yes. Expectations are the thief of joy. Oh, nice. So if, that was Marquez. Marquez tweeted that, that but nice. I think he got that's it from nice. somewhere else. Um, still good. Some of you may agree or disagree with this super long tweet, but some of the responsibility falls on me. It's not completely on the audience or YouTube. I'll have to either work harder or smarter as things change in order to keep up. I have to balance what I want with what works. And I think that part is key because I used to feel that way. I used to feel like I was constantly um, at the at the mercy of this a uh, faceless algorithm right. that I didn't understand, that was stressful, feed. that was anxiety. And now I understand that it's an audience that I'm serving and that way I feel empowered. I like that. I like that. I think that it's, it's one of these things where we have to kind of go into something and know that some of it is just, sometimes you make the soup and it's the exact same soup and it just doesn't work out the way yeah. that you want it to and you have to kind of keep on going through it. It's a painful experience to create something that is like your child and it doesn't come out the way that you hoped that it would. Yeah, and I think it's something that you have to deal with because I also think that, uh, and you were talking about this just earlier, that you, when YouTube started out, it was new, you know? And now we have also things like Instagram, we have things like TikTok, and they were all new, and there was a scarcity. And people could go on those things, and like, you know, you may, maybe you didn't have the qualifications to be on network television. Maybe you didn't have the charisma or whatever it is to be an actor in Hollywood. But YouTube was a fairly new thing in an open field, and because you could run a camera, you could do these things, you could make these videos and you could build these audiences. But now these platforms are becoming more and more sophisticated. The people who are doing them are becoming more and more knowledgeable. You have professionals, not only are the people who were what I would call, like not disparaging at all, but who were amateurs, who were just super eager early adopters, are getting better and better because they're doing it every day. They're increasing their skills. Yes. But now like you have, uh, a lot of some of the most popular videos are music, like famous music people. They, like you can get every late night TV show on yes. on YouTube. There are professionals who worked like ILM and Pixar. Right. Like the level is just much higher. 
So in the beginning, people would famously like make sure that the very middle of the video had a, like had a picture of a woman in a bikini, right? Because that was what would be the thumbnail, right? And people would click on it. Yes. Um, you know, complete uh, just clickbait at yes. that point. It wasn't in the video. No. At all. It was that one frame right in yes. the middle of the yes. video. Then no that one would it. ever see. But they and, and and they would get rewarded for that. So YouTube changed it to uh, prioritize watch time. But then people learned to make like these longer, more rambling videos that didn't really offer like true value. So YouTube's now on this whole satisfaction thing. But to be, I think, successful, I think to be a middle class person on YouTube, I think it's never been better or like, an, uh, like a better time to be a creator, to be an indie creator, because there's so much opportunity, but it's work, like it's a real job. It's not like, I think people have these fantasies that it's like you just go on YouTube, you upload whatever you want, you rant on camera, press a button, and maybe like you're charismatic enough and, you, and you're Sometimes smart enough. Sometimes it still happens. Yeah, yes, it totally. Could, but for but a lot of people, you gotta work and you gotta work hard and there, it, there's just no easy days. No, and the thing is is that you have to go into it knowing that you're probably gonna fall down most of the time and Every time you fall down, hopefully you learn something yeah. from it and get a little bit better and then you keep inside of the mix and keep on battling for that, that odds are your subscribers will still go up and it will take time. But this is something that you need to dedicate time for. If you're hoping for instant success, that is probably not going to yeah. happen. Probably, for some of you, awesome, yeah. it does. But for most of us, it does not. It takes a lot of time and effort. And if you enjoy what you're doing, if this process is wonderful for you and you can afford to be able to keep doing it, yeah then wonderful, but know that as with everything, your skill level will go up along with the time that you do it. Yeah, and I think also like what helped me personally was like I, I, I try to think like what value, when I choose a video, like uh, what value is this gonna provide and to whom? And if the to whom fits my audience and the, to, and the value fits my knowledge base and skill set, then I feel like it's a good video for me because it's providing something of value. And I try not to like, I think basically the age of just uploading anything is over. You know, it's like, and then maybe there was never that age. Just, just felt like that for a while because there was scarcity. And especially last year, people were so desperate to watch things. Yes. But I think now you've got to be much more mindful, much more uh, purposeful, and much more considerate about your strategies. Yes, and set your expectations low. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's always better to be surprised Happily than disappointed. Surprised. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So speaking of which, you decided out of the blue to make uh, a video about a fringe animation show that got end up getting no views, is that right? <laughs> so it was really interesting because I had, I had on my, I, I don't know even which video, there was a whole bunch of people that said, can you please um, watch this show and do a video on it? And um, I don't play the game even that the show, it's League of Legends, oh, okay. and so I don't play League of Legends. I know of League of Legends, I used to run a video game podcast, but um, League of Legends wasn't a game that I played, so I watched the animation, and then I did a video on it. And which animation um, is it? It's Arcane. Okay. And Oh, I'll, I'll know it, just tell me the title. Arcane. Yeah, it's, I don't mind if it's obscure, just tell me the title. <laughs> so horrible. And so I did the video on Arcane, and <laughs> it was really popular. Like, really? Like, so I have a really tiny channel. I have a very, very small little so tiny channel. So before this video, how many subscribers did you have? 10,000 subscribers. And how long did it take you to get those? Eight months, nine eight months. months? Eight, and nine months to do this. And what were you average So most of my videos get like 1,000 views. Okay. And then some videos would get 10,000. I have one video that had um, 140,000 and one video that made like 86,000. Was, was that King Shark? King Shark and. made it like 150, adorable, 150, <laughs> which I was like gangbusters yes. about, so very excited. James and Gunn might have tweeted you. 
I know. So no, that wasn't. That was for Suicide Squad, which also then. Oh, well, that was that was. Oh, sorry, yeah, uh, but it wasn't for. for it was peacemaker. for Peacemakers. Yeah. What I mean to say, um, word bins and. Um, <laughs> Vi V. Oh. No, no, I'm not going there. Don't Just go keep there. going. Keep going. So painful. Keep going. Sorry. Keep going. I'm Suck really, it up. Keep really going. Sorry. Um, they're very forgiving, and so and then it, it just. I go to sleep, we put it on, go to sleep, and then I'm like, wait up, this video's doing... what was the video on doing... before you get... This video was on um, Powder becoming the first... So one of the characters. One of the characters, Powder, and then Jinx. Okay. Um, which I just called it Jinx, but it was her beginning, she's her act one. She's basically the Harlequin of... I don't like that. No? I find that offensive because she's so much more than Harlequin. She's so much more different than Harlequin. Okay. And I think that people often say she's that it's... She's Jinx. She's she's Jinx, okay. but she's she's a similar in a character flavor. But I think that people just like to push everything Easily inside, and everything. I don't think yes. that that okay. is a fair thing because she's she's a very rich character. So is Harley Quinn, but they're just different. They okay. are separate fair. from that. Totally but fair. But anyways, um, and it just it just it, it was it just it went. What happened? Nobody watched it. <laughs> it was um, it was getting the first day. I think it was uh, it got I don't know forty thousand. 40,000 views, okay. I think, in one day. And it was getting like, whatever, 1,000 views an hour, th almost 2,000 views an hour. I have to do the math for all of that, but I bet it's around Nobody does live views. math. Yeah, I know, I need the abacus, and yeah. I have to um, figure out how to make use an abacus. And anyway, so uh, it was going really, really fast, and um, and I pronounced the name of the one of the characters wrong, because okay. my dyslexic brain bin pronunciation issues. I spell everyone's issues. names wrong, it's fine. I do both, though. Anyways. <laughs> um, and so, and it just kept on, it just kept on going. And the um, fan base for Arcane is really caring, enthusiastic. loving, enthusiastic. Um, they comment, they talk to each other, they, they completely analyze what it is. It's this, it's like dipping into this wonderful pool of people yeah. that are like just like They really, delight in it. Yeah, yeah, it was really kind of magical. And then I did another video that's also doing really well, but it's just so weird because... So you went from 10,000 subscribers to how many in a week? In six days, it went from 10,000 to 22,000. It's, wow. it's now, today is day six right now, and it's and at 22. And how many views has the first video gotten? I believe at this moment, it is 560,000 views. And, oh, you know, is, you know the digit, don't you? Oh, <laughs> God, this is the first thing that's ever... I have a little tiny, tiny channel. And the second video? It is, um, it is right now, I think it's at like 160,000. It's up for like, I don't know, a day and a half, two days now. Okay. So I don't even, it, I don't even, uh, I don't even know what to I don't even know what to say. And are people going back and watching your other videos? Yeah, some of the other videos are, are going up a little bit. Like, but it's just kind of funny because you look at my videos and it's like, you know, 1,000, 1,000, 5,000, 10,000. Like, they're almost all like 1,000 and then there's like one that's like half a million, right? <laughs> like, so it's just so weird. My channel's so tiny and people have been so caring. Um, the voice actor that does Silco, he retweeted. I was so touched. He said that it touched him and I really understood the character, which is so affirming for me in the job that I do. And... It's, I, I don't even know. I don't even know. Like, so it's that's almost like so the weird. opposite of what we were talking about. But I think that also happens where you work at, you work on YouTube for a while and then you, ma you make a video that just catches the right audience at the right time. It reminds me of mining and you're just mining and then you just hit a, a, a gold stream that's there. Like just a, you just tapped into that one little tiny pulse that I just was lucky enough, one, to thank you very much for my 
um, people that watched my other video that actually asked me to do this video, I did it because it was recommended to me um, and enjoyed it enough to make a video upon it, which was wonderful. And yeah, it was, it was truly more luck than it was that I had planned some, one of my comments were like, you just planned this and did this and you were just, you knew because it was your master plan for the last year that this was going to be popular. <laughs> and I, I appreciate that. It's inaccurate. I didn't. <laughs> Um, I wish I was that brilliant. I'm not. Strategic um, genius. Yeah, it wasn't. I was really lucky. And it's just like they've they've really embraced me in the community. It's it's a wonderful feeling. And I know that like I'll I'll I'm gonna do all of the characters, which I, I really enjoy doing because every time you I rewatch the scenes, I pick up little pieces that I didn't know beforehand. Um, but then eventually I'm gonna be like they'll they'll be like there'll be no more of arcane that i can kind of do and i'll go back to other videos and i'll try to sprinkle other videos in so i'm not just put into a box of doing arcane um but um then i'll go back to like whatever a thousand views and it'll be <laughs> no i think i think it's like but, you grow and then you go but, then it, like yeah. you, you spike yeah. and you go down but you never go down quite as much and then every time you just try to ride those it was yeah. the same thing when we used to well no but remember like even going back years on imore um and and our older youtube channel when we did like some videos for imore yeah um you, every year it would peak around new iphone launch and right. then crash again in the yeah. beginning of the year and we just hoped every time we would build enough that we would slowly work our way up yeah well again like people have, have cared enough to subscribe to the channel which is lovely like I, I took me eight or nine months to get ten thousand and then six days to get twelve thousand right yeah. so it was an like additional twelve thousand an additional twelve thousand which is really for such a small channel every single subscriber every single and some people are so thoughtful they're like i i wrote i just wrote to help the algorithm i'm like <laughs> that is so caring and thoughtful that someone would do that and you know it's just, I don't know. There's something that's so lovely when you have people mm -hmm. that support you and understand what they can do so, to be able to support. Let me ask you this, because we have a mutual friend who is what I would call a major YouTuber. And he's pointed out that he gets stressed making new videos now because every one of his last 10 videos has ended up on YouTube trending. Like a big, big YouTuber problem. And he's afraid, he's always afraid the next video won't. Right. And I know like when I had a streak of really hot videos earlier in the year, each one was like, I had like four or five, one out of tens in a row. Yeah. I was like petrified with each video that the, and like eventually the next one was like, it was like a seven out of 10. You know, it had to, it has to happen. Right. But is it more stressful that way? It's like the prize fighter that never loses. You have now something to lose. Yeah. Versus the prize fighter that's lost a lot. They have only to gain. Yeah. And that's a huge difference among those two pieces where there's a lot on the line because it's all about your ego, right? I think that I am, um, I'll find out, but I think that I'm comfortable enough and, and I had like a, a certain amount of, of success with doing um, Suicide Squad and I did all of the characters and really enjoyed the process. And even the videos that did not do as well, like The Weasel, um, I loved it. I have to say I enjoyed it. I didn't, it didn't matter. It was a really short yeah. video. Spoilers, he's not he's, in that much of the movie. He's a weasel. Um, but I loved it. I loved doing it. And so it was okay. So I hope that it'll be okay to it. But um, I enjoy being part of the community. So it's just fun anyways. All right. So what's your, your plan now is to do continue doing uh, arcane videos and sprinkle in other videos on the yep, way and just ride do. this wave? Yeah, I'll just enjoy the process. For me, um, I'm lucky. I'm fortunate that, that YouTube is, is a side job for me, uh, becoming more of a main focus job than it was, and I'll see. So I'm luckily my revenue and my lifestyle is not dependent upon how well I do upon YouTube. Yeah, you have a day job. I, I interestingly <laughs> had one comment though, and I want to ask you about this, Renee. Sure, sure. One person that was actually offended that there was an ad 
inside of the video. And I'm like, the video's free. Yes. Like, there's an ad from YouTube at the beginning, and there was at the end of the video. I don't even a put it in the video. middle. A 20-minute video. At the end of this, there is a, whatever, three-minute advertisement. Maybe it's like, I don't know. A sponsor read. A sponsor read, yeah. which is how I support continuing to make the channel. Yes. And I, that, I, that they were so upset about it, and they said that I was shilling for, which I think is a horrible term to use, um, for... Um, my channel by doing this and they now don't trust me. I was like, that's not fair. The people that do YouTube, they work very hard. For many people, this is their only source of income. This is what they do. I think that your trade-off in doing this is to be able to hopefully watch the ads to help support them. Um, if you can enjoy what the ad is um, um, advertising to, you know, go take a look. So here's where I'm going to have the therapist therapize herself mm. because you probably got like what a thousand comments per these per each video. Many more than a thousand okay, comments. 14,000 comments per each video so far. Something like that. So like there's a lot. It's, it's very common for us to fixate on like the one out of a hundred out of a thousand yes, out of 10,000 negative comment because there's like 13 million, 13,000 people who said there nothing. Was only one yes. that I have seen, and I yes. really do try to read through the comments and, and reply to as many as possible. Um, but my, and I replied to this one because it was my thought of like, you should reflect upon this because if it affects me and I don't actually need, like do need to be funded. Well, for you the need to be able, do, like you're losing clients by doing these, like you're, the time that you're, time that, yeah, that you be could be doing billable else. hours yes. for clients. Yes, 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 for sure. Um, so it has to be worth it to you. Like you, yes. you still but have a mortgage to pay. Right. We do focus on those few little tiny negative yeah. pieces that come out to it. Um, and we focus on that because of many people that do this are more type A and that means we're more perfectionistic and we hold ourselves to a high standard. But it was shocking that anyone would think that. I'm like, no, the video's common. free. Like it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's free. Well, it, it's less common. Do, you don't even have to watch the ad. It's well, yes, at the, the end, end of the video, people can... You could stop if you And a lot of them to. aren't. Like, a lot of the people do do them up front, which I think is worse for the channel, worse for the audience, and worse for the sponsor. But, like, I don't get to make rules about everything. Well, but like, does it as they wish, um, right? There are people... Like, I tend to think, like, all cringe is self-cringe. So when somebody says, oh, your reaction here is so cringe, that's usually them... It's the reflect... Like, I'm going to totally butcher it up, but there's a really good uh, Chan Buddhist saying about how like every thrust of a dagger is a thrust into yourself. It's that you're reacting to something about like you. And so I always think that when they think that face is cringy, the way you pronounce that is cringy, that metaphor, it's, it's like it, it hits some self-doubt in them. And so that's why they feel the reflexive need to surface it. And then also like there's just so much damage and it could be a million different things that, that triggered them, but they decided that they wanted to spew toxicity into your comments at that moment. A hundred percent. That's sometimes, I don't think in this case that it, it might've been that I'll find out if they reply to me at some point and, uh, and see, uh, just trying to figure out how to reply to people that have replied to you in YouTube. Anyways, another, another, but you don't have to answer issue. everybody. And also you don't have, I don't have to, I, I really, I think that like for you me, won't be able to eventually. I won't be able to. I'm trying to. But I really do appreciate if someone took the time to write to me um, and eventually that won't be able but to see, be possible. But see, it's not about you. That's an ego thing. It's not. A, they're, they're taking the time but, to put their anger into a, oh, onto somebody else. For, that, for the people that are angry to it, I, I fully agree. But for people that have chosen and, and are happy and want to share that, I do want to let them know my thanks to them um, because it's really wonderful. Yeah. So I've been very, very fortunate. And I'll be honest, I get... Um, for, for areas like YouTube that could be toxic to many yeah. people, I really have my people that come and see me and my community are like 
by lovely. far lovely, caring, thoughtful, conscientious people. I'm very, very fortunate yeah. for that. So thank you to everyone. Yeah, but there is an entitlement. Like again, you're providing free content and the sponsorships at the end and they don't have to watch it and they don't lose anything by not watching it. So. Yeah, well, the cute part is that every all the other people that are, like support me like then just kind of like are like, no, you really should be more thoughtful. She's trying to do like that. People are very yeah. loving and caring and supportive and protective, which is kind and of just nice. in general, there's still this weird stigma about this on YouTube where like they can have musicians and influencers and celebrities shilling all sorts of gross scammy stuff and they're just like yay take my money but then they see like a sponsor on YouTube and they're like you sold out yeah one yeah. of our colleagues on Nebula is just putting up a whole series saying you have why you have to sell out so <laughs> it's, it's fun to watch yeah I'll try to leave a link to that there yep all right so speaking of sponsor spots uh if you are watching this on Nebula, just stay tuned because George and I are going to talk about No Time to Die. Yes. Yes. Um, and there's No Time to Die because we've got to finish reading this. But if you're watching it on YouTube and you want to see the bonus episode every week, uh, the bonus content, the bonus segment every week, all you have to do is sign up for Nebula. And the best way to sign up for Nebula is in the bundle with Curiosity Stream because not only do you get Curiosity Stream for like 26% off, like less than $15 a year, less than, what do you call it, like the price of a movie ticket yeah. these days? Because ah, they're outrageous. Um, for less than $15 a year, you get Curiosity Stream and all their amazing documentaries and series, but you also get Nebula bundled in for free. And that's all of the different creators that are on Nebula, all ad-free spot. See, don't complain about the sponsorship. Get Nebula and you don't have to see it. That that's the pro play. That's true. That's the, the 9,000 IQ move. Just sign up for the bundles, curiositystream.com slash Apple Talk. Uh, go there, and then you can be watching this episode with bonus, with an extended, a whole entire extra segment for less than 15 bucks a year, and all of Curiosity Stream for, it's just amazing. It's a yeah. good, best, best damn deal on streaming. If, if you aren't going to continue on Nebula, if you are leaving us now, Georgia, where can people watch you and your amazing arcane video? I don't mean like obscure videos. I mean about the series arcane. Yes. Uh, it's youtube.com slash Georgia Dow, and on Twitter, it's at George underscore Dow. And you can find me at youtube.com slash Renee Ritchie or on Twitter at Renee Ritchie. Thank you so much for watching.